What is this? Ooh. Oh, Wookie. Wait a minute. Oh, we know is, who that is. That's I know not, who this guy is, Eric. This is, is good for me. This is from the comics. This is old Santi. No, that's a Santi. <laughs> that's BK. Holy crap. Wait, if he's in this, that means... There's a lot of people that yeah, can show up. He called yes. the gladiator. It's definitely him. That's so cool. Yes. This is going to be Dr. Afro now. Oh, I wow. love it. <laughs> so awesome. Welcome back to New Rockstars. The book of Boba Fett just threw a hut heavy bone to those of us here at Wookiee Leaks by leaking an actual Wookiee. And not just any Wookiee, a big boy by the name of Black Kersantan, a character with a rich history with Boba Fett, with Darth Vader, with Obi-Wan Kenobi, several others, teasing how this Boba Fett series will likely now tie into the rest of Star Wars canon. What, what the, the Fett? We're working what on that. What the We're working on that. Oh. What the fact? This is Wookie Leaks, New Rockstar's Book of Boba Fett after show, and our weekly reaction to the latest in Star Wars. I'm Eric Voss. My Easter egg breakdown of this episode is coming tomorrow, but right now I'm here with Tommy Bechtold. Yes. Tommy, we got Wookies on Wookie Leaks. That's right. Finally, Wookies on Wookie Leaks. We got racks on racks on racks, and I gotta say, crack open a two tours light today, Eric, because we're talking about twins and twins. <laughs> 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 I, I wish it wasn't 9 a.m. Otherwise, I would start drinking. Yeah, who's kidding? I've been drinking since 7 a.m. Uh. <laughs> I've never stopped. No. Uh, just round the clock. More on that um, later. <laughs> more on that later. So let's break down what happened here. In episode two, The Tribes of Tatooine, Boba and Fennec interrogate that Nightwind assassin. Talking about some Nightwind. I think that was like the name of a ship at some point, but mm. this, as a as an assassin organization, might be a new thing to Star Wars. Correct me if I'm wrong. You guys always do a good job of that. Uh, but the, <laughs> they're able to get him to squeal with that old empty Rancor pit trick. Mm. Just the idea of a Rancor is enough to make a guy forget his vows. Oh, my God. That was cr I was so hoping that a Rancor was coming out, even though I I was kind of like, well, there's no way, but the, part of me still well, held out. there's Moochie. Yeah. There's oh, Moochie. 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 What if he just Moochie's came out? not here. <laughs> Moochie's on break. Uh, or Moochie never made it. They learn that these guys were sent by the mayor, Mock Shays, and they mm -hmm. confront that mayor, played by Robert Rodriguez, an Athorian with some lovely whiskers. Mm -hmm. And I love the, the gills that he talks out of out of the side. I just love the production mm -hmm. design there. Me too. Um, he claims he would have no motive to attack them, and instead sends him to the Sanctuary Cantina, where Garza Whip informs them that Jabba's hut twins twins <laughs> claimed Jabba's empire, and those huts arrive with their litter. Finally, mm -hmm. someone who announces their presence with a litter. Uh, and that litter, Tommy, deserves the gaffy stick of honor this episode mm -hmm. for not caving under the weight. I really oh didn't think they were going to Oh my god, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Among these twins' menagerie is a massive Wookiee with black fur. This is Black Kersantan from the 2015 Darth Vader comics and Dr. Afra mm. stories. More on him in a bit and why he's going to be super important 
uh, moving ahead. Mm -hmm. But Fennec tells Boba that he would need permission to kill the Huts. Mm. It's a bit of interesting lore that we'll also dig into. Now, the rest of the episode is a flashback to, to Boba's time with the Tuscans as he trains with a gaffy stick combat. He witnesses their suffering from a train run by some pike spice runners. Spice, of course, being the in-universe term for drugs that George Lucas just totally ripped off from Dune. Yes. I was getting a lot of Dune vibes this episode, <laughs> this and was, I loved it. This was some literal sand dunes and some Dune ripoffs. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry, vibes. You know when that... <laughs> <laughs> vibes, vibes. Yeah, when vibes. that train first approached, it yeah. sounded like a crate dragon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we're coming back to the fact, because we we saw a crate dragon in the Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. And then since then we've had Dune. So it mm-hmm. just, the fact that they made the production design of the crate dragon mm-hmm. like the sandworms mm-hmm. of Dune, mm-hmm. uh, just another little detail. Because before we didn't know if the crate dragon like burrowed through the sand like that. We just mm. thought they like crawled. We weren't exactly certain of that. Uh, but now it's like, oh, why don't Tatooine? It's just Dune. Everything yeah. about it is, you know, the the, mm. the the Tuscans are basically just Fremen and we're not going to try to mm-hmm. <laughs> d- differentiate it at all. Absolutely. Um, but, um, but anyway, Boba tracks down that Nikto gang who raided the moisture farm last episode. Mm-hmm. They're now at a bar bothering... Some familiar faces, Cammy and Fixer. These were Luke Skywalker's old buddies from yes. the deleted scene with Biggs in the 1977 film. So crazy that they're yeah. back. That Did you beautiful. know? There's a great documentary. I think it's called 815 Elm Road that is about all of the people who had small roles in Star Wars. And one of the people, one of the friends uh, was so like devastated that he was deleted from that scene that he claims he's the stormtrooper that says, move along when Obi-Wan Kenobi... Like they claims George Lucas gave oh, yeah. him that role as a like as a consolation prize for getting deleted out of the movie. It was like, how would he already know he was deleted? That's what I don't understand. Anyway, right? That's yeah. all. <laughs> yes, um, but it's good to see them back. A long list of people. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. It was. It was crazy but it makes total sense that they're there um now boba steals these guys speeder bikes and then teaches the tuscans how to ride and how to like leap from bike to bike and then they use these skills to hit the train and tommy Mm -hmm. i just stopped writing notes here because i was having so much fun yes this is like smugglers run to me i love a good train heist absolutely it, it's gorgeous, and you know what? High body count. Yeah. A lot of Tuscans inside this episode. <laughs> B- Boba, and- B- Boba seems to be endearing himself to the Tuscans and also wiping them out. <laughs> well, we saw how many times, anytime that train yeah. blazes by, yeah. so many Tuscans and Banthas are dying anyway. Yeah, so yeah. you gotta, you know, they're, they're, and we don't know if they died, if they just <laughs> fell from the thing. They could have just rolled in the sand and yeah. dusted themselves they're back off. They're, and- they're just a little sandy. Don't worry. Don't worry, just, Eric. They're still they good. Just, they're still they just good. went to a sand farm up north. They're fine. Yep. Um, but we see some pikes, uh, and you know the pikes mm-hmm. are one of the spice runners of the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And we see them in live action. They have these this interesting like catfish kind of face. Yeah. Uh, we've seen it in the animated show them with their masks, but it's just kind of trippy to see them like this now. And these mm-hmm. this poor race on a desert planet. What are they thinking? Mm-hmm. Stranger in a strange land. That's right. <laughs> uh, but Boba gets his deal with them and just kind of forces them to the terms. Like, mm. you're going to start paying for using these routes and you're going to stop murdering us. Mm-hmm. And he makes them walk to Anchorhead. That's how Boba Fett felt when he was tripping some balls thanks to a brain <laughs> lizard. Oh, <yeah. laughs> 
Oh my God. So this is the ultimate sign of respect from the Tuscans. Tommy and I have been to quite a few Hollywood parties yes. like this, but with gerbils going into different holes. Of the That's right, Eric, I was going to say, this scene reminded me of a couple nights at Bordner's after an improv show where you and I would sneak away into those uh, individual bathrooms and put lizards up our nose. <laughs> Well, at first your level two teacher blows some coke in your face, and then he gets a. That was that was Del Close's. That was his. That was his basic tentative improv: was cocaine <laughs> blown in your face, things go up your nose, then the gerbils go in the different holes. That's all. That was that was like in the different there. holes. We're not yes. saying which, but they go in. It could be here, and they come out. We're not Richard Gear here. We're not monsters. Exactly. But. We're very no animals were harmed, but some had a great time. These animals were harmed. <laughs> Party animals were Two harmed. animals were harmed. <laughs> Two animals walk away with scars. No. Well, so Boba trips balls uh, when he's uh, looking for this tree. Now, this tree is fascinating to me. The sands of Tatooine don't normally have vegetation like this, but we were also reminded that oceans once covered this planet, mm. much like... Boba Fett's homeworld of Kamino. And I love that montage that kind of linked the the crashing waves of Kamino mm. with the the dunes of the Dune Sea. Uh, just like a fascinating elemental struggle. And I love how Tamara Morrison, man, what a trooper. And yeah. they threw him into this weird ball pit of like <laughs> tentacles and a poltergeist tree yeah. uh, rape that was happening. There. Yes. It was wild. It was, it was horrifying. <laughs> he, th- I'll say this. So far, two episodes in, he is going for it, like physically going for it as an like he's like, this is my time to shine. This is what was supposed to happen after the prequels, and I'm not giving this up. Like it's like maybe I'm 20 years older, maybe I need more like you know icy hot at the end of the day, but I am going to be very physical on the show, and I love it. I think it's great. He's like, what do you need me to do? All right, let's do it. Turn me in. (laughs) (laughs) More slime. More slime. More slime. Put me back in the pit. Put me back in that thing's stomach. I want to be back in with that stone trooper. You think the pit is your ally? I was born. (laughs) Raised in it. Uh, We'll do that every year. We're never going to stop. We're never going to stop. Well, (laughs) he snaps off a branch. And we find out, of course, this is where the Tuscans get their Mm -hmm. gaffy sticks. And I love this. I love the world building Mm -hmm. with the Tuscans this episode. I will never again call them sand people. No. Tuscan Raiders. I will not be my drunk uncle at the Thanksgiving table. (laughs) Oh, we can't say sand people anymore. (laughs) No. No, you can't. Next thing you're going to say, it's illegal to say happy life. The episode ends with this campfire dance where Boba Fett becomes a full-fledged member of the Mm. tribe with his own awesome gaffy stick that he had to carve himself. Mm. Um, Now, there's a lot to talk about from this episode, but because this is Wookiee Leaks, we got to start with that Wookiee, Black Mm Kersantan. Who is this gladiator? Why does it matter so much that he's part of this world in live action? We'll talk about that. But first, our merch partners at Epic Hero Shop have a new shirt in their latest Obsession series inspired by the book of Boba Fett. It comes in three colors, but I think the military green is the most character-appropriate one. But when you grab a latest Obsession shirt, you will get the added option to write a custom shout-out that will appear along the bottom of these Boba Fett after shows. Wilson says, do you think that Din Djarin will appear in the book of Boba Fett? Do you think we'll see Mando on this series, Tommy? I hope we do. I don't think so, though. I think we're getting... I think Mando is being saved... For season three, because that show is basically at a reset now, right? Like we have, like he's completed his task with Grogu. He has, and, and basically now it seems like it's moving more towards 
some more Mandalorian discovery, right? Like it's like he's going to have his own. He has the dark saber now. What's going to happen with that? I, I trust me. I want as much Mando. I want Mando on demand. When I want him, I got him. Seven <laughs> rings, Ariana Grande. But I think that I think unfortunately we're going to be waiting a little. Bit. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, Forrest asks. I just hope they make at least one Boba Fett jetpack gag this season. Yeah, I was surprised that Boba didn't use his jetpack while he was surrounded by the Nightwind assassins in Episode One. Yeah, he, he learned. I, I, maybe he's he's not comfortable using this all the time. He's not just going to do the jetpack like uh, on command. You know, he's gonna he's gonna save it for special occasions. It's like a bottle of expensive champagne. His jetpack. Uh-huh. You know, he's only gonna pop that pack cork in case yeah. of emergency. And then Travis says, "Sand people's children." Am I right? Well, we're not we're not calling them sand people anymore. Travis, we don't say we don't use those words. Travis, <laughs> we, we can't call them that anymore. Uh, was it okay then? It's not okay now. Yeah. But uh, the sentiment of what you said, Travis, I also don't agree with. Travis, how's that? <laughs> Shame Travis, on you, Travis. Thank Slander. you for buying our shirt. Thank you for buying the we shirt. Love you, we Travis. love you, Travis. We love you, Travis. Yes, you're always invited to our Thanksgiving. <laughs> no matter how drunk and inappropriate you get, or we get. And we appreciate everyone who has supported us with our merch. You can be one of them by checking out our awesome merch at newrockstarsmerch.com, including all of our great options, including our awesome Strange Entanglement shirt from Spider-Man No Way Home. But Tommy, let's dive into it. What's our first question? Okay. Who the fat was that whoop? You really said who the fat? In a way that I honestly heard the profanity there. Your intonation was perfect. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Yeah, you have the spirit of the question in yes. mind. Okay, well, this Wookiee was unmistakably Black Kersantan, a Wookiee bounty hunter and gladiator during the Galactic Civil War, who first appeared in the 2015 Darth Vader comic storyline. This was set between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back when Darth Vader went to Jabba the Hutt asking for two trusty bounty hunters for an assignment. Jabba gave Vader... Boba Fett and Black mm. Crescenton. So yes, these two guys know each other. When they saw each other in Mos Espa right there, there was a familiar exchange, mm. nonverbal, mm. but they had some experiences together. They mm. were part of the same group uh, mm. working for Jabba the Hutt. So Boba Fett was sent in this mission to track down Luke Skywalker, who had just blown up the Death Star. Kersantan was ordered to find an agent of the Emperor named Silo Four, who ended up being killed by Vader's torture droid Triple Zero. Mm. Now, after his contract with Vader ended, Black Kersantan later works for Dr. Aphra in the 2016 Dr. Aphra stories. Dr. Aphra, awesome character. She is essentially mm-hmm. the Indiana Jones uh, scoundrel archaeologist of the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And it's so exciting that now we're kind of steering into that corner of the universe because i'm telling yeah. you we're gonna love seeing this character on screen yes i have high high hopes for her. Um, yes now through these stories we actually learn about bk's origin she calls him santi bk you know a couple different nicknames mm-hmm. he was an outcast to his fellow wookies on kashik and he ended up as a captive of the slavers the zanti brothers who filled his knuckles with metal to make him a better fighter mm. and turn him into the gladiator that boba fett now calls him now, later on, around the year of 10 BBY, now that would be one year before the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series is going to take place. And at this time, BK ends up working as a bounty hunter for Jabba the Hutt. And at uh, one point, he takes Owen Lars, Uncle Owen, hostage, mm-hmm. and he fights Obi-Wan Kenobi himself. And Kenobi uses his lightsaber to burn a scar into Santi's eye. Now, we do not see that scar here in the episode, but to be fair, it has been about 20 years. Mm. They have uh, medical, they have back, everyone's got a backed up hot 
tub yeah. in their home. As much as I always, think, I always think of Wookiees like cats and hating to get wet or hating water, but uh, even that's just my own generalization. They live on Kashyyyk. They got a beach. Yeah, I know. I, this is just, listen, I'm not normal, but I think, uh, <laughs> I, I, th- I like to think of him in a nice back to tank with his hair getting a blow out, you know, afterwards, his blow yeah. drying. Oh, and, sure. Yeah. Like Teen Wolf. <laughs> Wouldn't it be wonderful if in the Star Wars universe, every Wookiee actually smells really good? Oh, yeah. And Leia was just being a jerk. Yeah. But I think Wookiee, I like to think of Wookiees smelling like fresh laundry. I agree. Well, I think they smell like game flings, you know, those like, uh, yeah, or, the, or, the, or the powder, the game powder you throw in there and it, yeah, oh, yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. everything smell so good. Mm. You just want to, you want to feel good hugging a Wookiee until they murder you. Yeah, until, until they rip <laughs> your arms off. <laughs> now, this little exchange between Boba and Kersantan, where he calls him a gladiator, and he includes that dig about the death pits of Durr and a mm-hmm. sleeping Trandoshan guard, a reference to a past experience of these two characters that we mm-hmm. haven't seen yet. But it's just an imply that these two had other things, other missions that they went on, other mm-hmm. troubles that they fell into. And he calls BK, the great gladiator just got lucky by taking out a Trandoshan guard while he was sleeping on the job. It's just a nice little dig. And it means that like we're going to explore more of this character and how they used to know each other. I just mm-hmm. love that. I love that there was yes. just... More history between these two. Mm-hmm. But there's no way this will be the last we'll see of Kersantan, of course. No. You don't build a huge Wookiee costume and just <laughs> once. Hello. You don't scar a bunch of five-year-olds whose real only real reference of Wookiees is like a beautifully coiffed Chewbacca with like the yeah. version of Chewbacca put through a garbage disposal. <laughs> like scarred up and like argh, angry looking. Yeah, or or the Wookiee pelt that we saw last episode. Oh God, like, I thought right. if this yeah. is the only Wookiee we get in Wookiee leaks is a Wookiee pelt. Yes. Oh, oh no. Goodness, what a heartbreak. But this cameo tells us a lot about how the Book of Ophet might bridge with other Star Wars titles mm-hmm. because he's one of many awesome side characters introduced in recent years of the Star Wars comics. Not, not every Star Wars fan reads these comics, but these are ones that are definitely worth checking out. And it's from the original trilogy era, everyone's universally favorite era of Star Wars. And there's a very good chance that this guy's going to show up in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. That's what I was on the fact that he had that scuffle with Kenobi mm-hmm. around the same time we know Ewan McGregor's coming back uh, with Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader in hopefully a few months. We really hope May the 4th could be the release date of that Obi-Wan series. I think well, well, we'll be here to cover it. Oh, we will be here to cover it. Uh, but also, Kersantan showing up makes it suddenly, in my mind at least, incredibly likely that we could also meet Dr. Afra in live action. Mm-hmm. Now, I might be reaching here. I often do. But... A late trailer for the show showed a brief shot of actress Sophie Thatcher playing an unconfirmed role. Now, but I don't know. It couldn't just be in a completely new character, a different character. I might be reading too much into it. But according to the casting rumors for that role, the character was given the alias of Drash and was described as cool, self-assured, a defier of authority, and in need of refinement. Does that not sound like Dr. Afra to you? Her character has like an interesting skin thing going on there in the trailer when she's on that bike. I don't know if that's gonna be Doctor Afra. I could be could be full of shit. But I want to ask you, Tommy, do you think Kersantan's cameo here is more meant to be seen as a link to the past and the upcoming Obi Wan Kenobi series, perhaps, or a reach into the future of the Book of Boba Fett and characters like the Mandalorian, Grogu, and Ahsoka, who could now have characters like this Indiana Jones figure in their midst? I think it's a bridge to the future. I think. I mean, I think the pa- I think having the past knowledge of the characters. And them having known each other is a nice way to say, like, okay, there is history here, but I think it's opening up uh, a new 
it's kind of like a spark of here's new characters we can bring in, not new characters, new odds live action characters we're going to bring in from more recent comics that are probably like more in the in the memories of of of, of fans that take in all the content. These are these are these are characters that they probably care more about now. You know, like they've read about recently and have wanted to see on screen. To go back to your thing about Dr. Ephra in a trail, I think we've seen enough movies with characters that like before they come out where they have code names that are close enough, like Dr. Drash, Dr. Ash, Dr. Aff. I think yeah. that's close enough of a code name. I think you really are onto something. But in my opinion, I think that this could be one, even though it would be going technically backwards, I do think we're gonna see we're gonna see BK in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show because there's too much. There's, you know, they just have such an iconic encounter and then i also think that dr afro could be uh a potentially a good character for this boba fett show you know like i mean it does kind of have an indiana jones adventurers feel to it already like it, in the beginning of the, this episode when they go in to meet the mayor i was like this feels so much like original trilogy star wars right now like walking into the mm-hmm. like, like there's so much practical effects going on around or at least effects that are so good they look practical even if they are digital like they've really done a good job of doing that now so i guess my my roundabout long way of saying is i think this is this is a uh this is going to push us into the future with these new tv shows i think this was a moment that said this is not necessarily mandalorian this isn't all going to necessarily tie back into mandalorian original trilogy prequels even though this show is so much flashbacks i think this is like here we're about to introduce a bunch of new on-screen live action characters that you've only known from animation or 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 comics i'll say right now the show feels like it's two different shows both of which Mm. i'm very much digging yeah Uh, sure you have the the western influence dances with wolves type storyline with Mm. boba learning the the tuscan ways Mm -hmm. and appreciating uh them as a culture Mm -hmm. um and then you have what seems like this kind of uh a mobster story right yeah uh, the the gunslinger learning how to manage a group of criminals right. and having to muscle out the other rival crime bosses and i'm waiting to see the link of those two stories uh, i want i would love if it's revealed that the reason bobo wants to take over jabba's operation is to give the tuscans more of a say in the operations of this planet oh wow, um, yeah. because the tuscans are the you know they're often overlooked they're considered the yeah. other but yeah. they have a connection to uh to the sands of tatooine mm-hmm. that deserves to have some say in the power broking of the of the planet so i'm wondering if he is actually there as their champion kind of yeah. like moses going to pharaoh yeah saying, look you know let my people go. And I, I hope that that is revealed at some point and he's able to give Tuscan some representation, some seats mm-hmm. at the table. Um, but now yeah. with Dr. Afra, we have this, this uh, she's not even in the show. I know we're reaching right now, but just like bringing in- We're excited. Right? We're allowed to be excited. excited. It gives a potential of an, of an Indiana Jones uh, yes. vibe to it. And uh, I, I'm curious to see how they're able to weave it into those two. I mean, we saw Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom kind of had mm-hmm. those themes, right? Mm-hmm. The plunderers versus uh, the indigenous peoples of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and things deserve to stay buried, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, so I could see how that blends in. But uh, right now, of these storylines, I, I want to know what Boba's exact motive is. And I want to know what Fennec Shan's exact motive is mm-hmm. uh, when they're coming into conflict with the Huts. Uh, mm-hmm. With the mayor of Mos Espa, but I'm 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 still plugged in. I, I love what I'm seeing right now. No yeah. no gripes really. Yes. 
Me either. Um, well, we have a couple more a couple more questions that we want to talk about. But first, thanks to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode. The new year is a great time to focus on what's most important to you. Whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout, learning to cook, or prioritizing your wellness, HelloFresh is here to help with endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week, so you get convenience without lowering quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store avoid wasting money on excess food. I really like that HelloFresh pushes me to cook and try new things. I'm not mm. normally busting out spicy Peruvian chicken or sweet corn chowder, but when I make those recipes from HelloFresh, it tastes great. It boosts my cooking confidence. So go to HelloFresh.com slash WookieLeaks16 and use code WookieLeaks16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's Wookie with two E's at the end of it. HelloFresh.com slash WookieLeaks16 and use code WookieLeaks16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. We also want to thank Manscaped for sponsoring this episode. A resolution you can actually keep is to keep your downstairs looking nice and clean in 2022 and our sponsors at Manscaped are here to help. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to Manscaped.com and use code Wookie for 20% off and free shipping. It's the new year, new me with the golden leaders and below the waist grooming. This year, take your package to the next level with their performance package 4.0 and brand new ultra premium body wash. The performance Package 4.0 has the signature lawnmower 4.0 with the advanced skin safe technology to reduce those cuts and nicks. And the new product that needs no introduction, the ultra premium body wash from Manscaped. It's a cologne infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. Whether your resolution is to work out more or to travel to new places, be sure to travel to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer. Get 20% off and free shipping with code Wookie at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code Wookie. It's New Year, no pubes in 2022 with Manscaped. There's <laughs> something ironic about using a code Wookie, getting cho- cho- chopping my Wookie pelt off of my crotch. Uh, <laughs> All right, Tommy, what's our next question? Eric, what the fact was the deeper significance of the lizard and the Tuscan tree? Yeah, uh, fascinating bit of world building there with that tree. It's like kind of a there uh, some spiritual significance. This is the place where they get their gaffy sticks. There's something, some kind of. Um, significance to the wood of this tree uh and i love this detail that uh tatooine used to be covered in oceans and Mm, uh, those oceans have dried up and now we have these vast sand dunes that makes uh i i just love the sense of the history here like i wonder if uh this tree is in some kind of secret location that even the tuscans don't know where it is Mm. the only person who knows where it is is that little lizard and that lizard is kind of like a, a guide for them mm-hmm. in the way that uh, Ahsoka had the owl, right? Yeah. Uh, had the bird. So I'm wondering if this lizard could be the same. I'm not saying that Tuscans have like force abilities, right. um, but maybe the force is just kind of a, an energy. I'm not uh, using the term midichlorians, but it is an energy that binds all of us and the Tuscans have their own interpretation. Right. Of it. And, I'm not and, saying that they're Jedi and can use these things, also, but they have a version of this life force that works for them. And it's uh, embedded in this tree. As we know in uh, the Jedi religion, trees have a ton of significance. Right. Uh, there was a tree uh, underneath the Jedi temple. Uh, the tree that Luke's temple on Achto was inside right. of. So I think to the Tuscans, this is their version of that. Perhaps, you know, I mean, like if you're asking me, and I readily do buy into 
you know, or, or watch this show with like the force and all of and, uh, and, and, and the light side and the dark side. I'm, I'm okay with the fact that there is like a, a, a species of lizard that can help bring people to it or, or bring, bring, uh, yeah, bring individuals to a to a, a tree that is a, a sacred location for for a civilization. Like I'm fine with that. I buy that. I like that. Especially if it takes a little bit so of so elemental, you know, booger sugar to get you there. You know, if you got to have that to, to get to giddy up and go. You know, well that just greases the wheels. You That's know? Right. That just opens your mind. For some it makes people, your nostril go wider, yeah. so that the lizard can be like. Mm-hmm. We call we call that a pre workout with the Bechtel. We call that pre-workout. I so. mean, this spice plus the lizard, the lizard yeah. dies in a tree, some of my favorite yeah. world building I've ever seen yeah. in Star Wars. It's yep. so weird, but feels so real and grounded, yeah. you know? It's it's uh-huh. just a kind of flavor of weird that I want to see more of in Star Wars. Yes. Like, this thing's going to crawl up your nose, mm-hmm. <laughs> make you go on a crazy acid trip yep. that connects you to your home world mm-hmm. of uh, with inverse elemental imagery of uh, yeah. sand, but then mm-hmm. the big crashing waves of water. And then that is going to tell you exactly where on the branch you have to break. None of us know where the fet this tree is, right. but you're going to find it and you're going to mm-hmm. come back and then you're going to wake up and not yeah. realize where you've been. <laughs> it's so I mean, cool. I it's so it. it's so relatable, right, guys? Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> um, that whole sequence reminded me so much of uh, of Luke's montage about what the Force is to Rey mm-hmm. in the Last mm-hmm. Jedi. Again, one of my favorite yeah. sequences in all of Star Wars, mm-hmm. where he sees it's like kind of both of these things. It's yeah. the crashing waves, but also the calm puddle. It's the hunter animals, but also the mother porg feeding her children. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it felt like that kind of macroscopic nature mm-hmm. imagery, uh, Discovery uh, Channel bullshit that I just yeah. s- fall so hard for. Oh, yeah. uh, and like, I, I loved all of that so much. Yeah, me too. Me too. I thought it was amazing. These shows can give us new perspectives on what the Force is mm-hmm. uh, that never use the term midichlorian. Yeah. I, look, I don't want to be... I don't want to be the Star Wars fan who's like, oh, damn it, you made it cells. You made a biological creature. Right. Why would you do that? I, I don't really care that much that George Lucas did that. Yeah. I just prefer the flavor of it's just zing, yeah. baby. We're you just are, yeah. connecting it's with the Earth. Yeah, it's yeah, all just get back to Surrounds nature, us and finds us. A tree giving us a hug. I'm the small <laughs> spoon in a tree. And then Max the tree Rebo, is- hit that piano. <laughs> 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 so obviously we're here for this episode yes. um, the last question I want to ask you Tommy yes. uh, who would Boba and Fennec need to seek permission to kill the huts oh. and uh, and side question did Luke and Leia break this rule and return the Jedi uh-huh. Luke by uh, blowing up the yacht Leia yeah, strangling <laughs> the hut. but Leia by going full it Tony sounds like they're made men they're yeah, they're the captains of this crime empire. You have yeah. to get permission to kill a captain. Who are they seeking permission from? I was trying to sort like you are. You are so much better at timelines in the Star Wars universe with movies and and, and cartoons and, and animation and so. So I was trying to like frame like who is still around, but it seems like a greater question, right? Like it seems like an ancient question. You need to have permission mm-hmm. to kill a hut. It seems to me like maybe even like the huts are protected by something. And I'm wondering if that's more of a like a Sith thing. Like do the Sith protect the huts? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. I feel like the huts are in a separate um, uh, vertical 
of right. power structure sure. from the Sith and from whatever remnants of the Empire are right. the most powerful. Right. And there now. isn't really technically any Sith that's supposed to be alive right now, right? Like, we know that the Empire is I mean, is Palpatine like, is yeah, gestating like, this he's, from he's, that He's surfing somewhere. around the galaxy, his soul is just like... <laughs> Could it be... Uh, uh, the, uh, uh, Amelia Clark's character from, uh, from That's what I was going to say, Kira. Kira. Uh, knowing that Maul is dead right yeah. now, I assume Kira yeah. overtook the Crimson yeah. Dawn. Right. And she seems like a very likely person who they could bring back. You know, yeah. Clark's going to be on Disney Plus and Secret Invasion. She right. has a relationship with the Disney Plus team. Right. Uh, it why would she not want to do that? That would be awesome. That's yeah. So that, that was who I, when I was putting the timelines together, I know she'd be older now, but it's like, why wouldn't it be her? I mean, like, even if you had to recast and, and cast, like, a, an older actress, you, there's so many great actresses that could play this role of this, like, hardened crime lord now who, like, we know used to have a sensitive heart and, like, you know, was in love with Han Solo and was in a relationship with him. And now it's just, like, now you got to go and kiss the ring and say, like, can I kill right. these sexy hut twins? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not the, the family of the huts, because yeah. I don't think... Uh, they wouldn't go to a family of huts to be like, yeah, these twins are the yeah. asshole cousins. Yeah. You can kill them off. Yeah. I don't think the huts would do that to each other. Yeah. The huts are backstabbers though. Maybe, right. I guess. Yeah. I just think more likely it's implying that there's a crime boss right. uh, across several planets above right. the huts. Yes. And yes. I think Kira is the likeliest candidate. That's what, that's, that was my thought. So, so editors, cut out that stupid Sith thing I said first. If we have time. If not, <laughs> no, leave it, it in. Let the comments roll, baby. All right. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we did a good job talking about this episode. Me too. Uh, I loved it so much. Yes, uh, me too. And that's it for this episode of Wookie Leaks. Again, Easter egg breakdown coming out tomorrow. A lot mm -hmm. of interesting visual details that you missed this episode. It wasn't just okay. a big bag of sand. I'm telling you, a lot of cool stuff we got to talk about. Tommy and I, of course, going to be back next Wednesday with our reaction to Chapter 3 of the Book of Boba Fett. And don't forget to check out our many great merch options at NewRockStarsMerch.com. You can follow me at EA Voss, follow Tommy at Tommy Bechtold, follow New Rockstars, subscribe to Wookie Leaks wherever you get your podcasts. We thank you so much for watching, and we, we have spoken! Okay.